This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Good morning, welcome to the awesome morning show here on ORFM Dunedin, broadcasting out of Dunedin Community House on 105.4 FM and 1575 AM. And you'll find us online and on demand at oar.org.nz. I'm Jeff. good to be with you this Wednesday morning. It is the 13th of July. Hope the morning is going well. Hope you are keeping warm and dry. Not all that easy to stay dry with the weather as it is at the moment. Uh, our thoughts go out to all of those across the region and indeed across the country that have been affected by <clears throat> the weather systems travelling through at the moment. Um, what are they going to tell us about for Aote today? Well, 9 degrees is the forecast high here today. Steady rain heavier this morning. Snow uh, level around about 400 metres, rising to 500 around midday today. Uh, southerly gale in exposed places gusting up to 90 k's, so pretty hairy around there at uh, some points. Thursday's forecast, rain easing to showers tomorrow. Southwesterlies gale about the coast and easing through the day. On today's edition of the Awesome Morning Show, we're going, first of all, to find out more about the latest decision from the Otago Regional Council around bus services in Dunedin and Queenstown. They are going to be operating from a reduced timetable. We'll find out how and why very shortly on the programme. Uh, Also, just a few days left to get your nominations in for the Keep Dunedin Beautiful Awards. We'll be speaking with Aotearoa Dunedin's Keep Dunedin Beautiful coordinator, and well, changes to the health system. The focus after nine o'clock, Te Fatu Ora Southern is the new name of the uh, health organisation administering all services in this part of the country. We'll find out exactly what these changes mean with uh, Hamish Brown, Interim District Director, after 9 o'clock. So plenty coming your way over the next 90 minutes here on ORFM. Nice to have you with us. Let's get underway with a track from Purple Mountains. This is All My Happiness Is Gone.
Mountains, all my happiness is gone. Seven past eight on ORFM's awesome morning show. Coming up next, we talk Otago more specifically bus services in Dunedin and Queenstown. Some changes coming. We'll find out more after this track from Constant Smiles.
Constant Smiles there with Daisy Table for three, taking the time to 11 minutes past eight o'clock on ORFM's awesome morning show. It's time for Talking Otago with ORC. This morning we catch up with Doug Rogers, Manager of Transport at the Otago Regional Council. Some changes to the bus services in Dunedin and Queenstown announced a reduction in the bus timetable. We'll just talk that through now with Doug. Um, Morena, good to have you with us again, Doug. Uh, Morena. So uh, some changes coming into effect from uh, Tuesday the 19th of July. Effectively, what will they, what will we see here in Dunedin? Uh, we'll see some reduced frequencies of buses, um, but we have uh, committed to covering the peak times and uh, uh, school runs. So the idea is you publish a timetable that um, will what be a little bit more predictable and reliable than perhaps services have been recently. Yeah, that's the key. We, we're one of the last large uh, large regions to, to move to a reduced timetable, um, and it's purely in response to the amount of missed trips that are going on around the country, the driver shortages, and quite widespread illness at the moment. So um, it's, it's a better response to try and get some reliability. Now, the timetable is up at the moment on the ORC website. There's a button on the on the front page there which will see uh, reduced timetable information, and everything people need is on there. So, in terms of passengers who've been who are regular users, what would you recommend uh, the best thing is for them to do in preparation for the changes that come into effect? Uh, just ensure that you know that your uh, your bus, uh, which bus you need to take. So, um, some of the frequencies will be slightly less often, but um, just ensure that you've checked uh, where. Uh, which uh, changes have been implemented and uh, just ensure that you've got the right bus at the right time. These timetable changes in Dunedin, are they just for weekday services or for weekend ones as well? Uh, the weekend service shouldn't change, uh, isn't, isn't intended to change, uh, it's just for week, weekday services. How long are you expecting the uh, changes to be in effect for, Doug? Initially, it's sort of how long is a piece of string. Really, we're not sure of the impacts of um, the disruptions we've got at the moment. But uh, we're looking at a month at the moment. But we we may extend that. Um, it just depends on how the response is going to be. So uh, we work pretty strongly and closely with the operators to make sure that they're uh, coming back online with with more drivers and so on uh, as we move through this period. And um, you know, just to recap, obviously this is a, a time like no other we've ever seen, Doug. Clearly um, COVID-19, its impacts have been felt for months now, but uh, with another wave coming through, that's obviously impacting on drivers uh, as well as just a, a, a shortage in general around the country. Oh, it is, and um, you have to remember that the transport industry is competing with a lot of other industries for the same skill set. Um, so it's hard to recruit drivers, and, and it's often hard to keep them. Uh, with, with the COVID um, uh, pandemic coming through and the second wave, it just makes it really unpredictable and very difficult to manage. But our operators down here have done a, a just a magnificent job, uh, given that we're, we're only probably... Oh, you know, our, our missed trips are very, very low compared to others. I think in other centres they're talking about 25% to 30% of missed trips uh, because of these things, um, and we're nowhere near that. So, um, And that is incredibly disruptive. So um, we're trying to manage our way through this best we can. Um, we're very hopeful that this will, um, in the interim, solve some of the uh, reliance problems that we have. Doug, can we expect these changes to impact all routes in Dunedin? Um, yeah, some more than others. It just depends on what the frequency is, but um, it is a fairly broad brush one. It's similar to the COVID uh, plan that we put in place uh, uh, before I started here. So 
Um, Again, my advice is to check the website, uh, check all the information channels that we have, and uh, just ensure that you've got all the right information for your day. Does that include the transit app? Uh, Doug, will that be kept up to date as well? Yeah, yeah, it will be. The app will be uh, updated, the website will be updated, and any other information will come through Facebook and your other channels. You do have an 0800 number um, that's uh, available um, 24-7, correct, Doug? Uh, not 24-7, no, just after hours. Um, no, it's, um, I think it goes to, I think it's 11 o'clock, midnight, something like that. So um, it's really just after, we don't need to run 24-7 because the buses don't run 24-7, so it's just during the timetable bus hours. All right, so the Otago Regional Council website updated uh, as of today, and you can uh, uh, plan your journey in advance to the reduced timetable displaying yeah. its scheduled times for individual routes. So you're urged to check the website for alerts before setting out on your trip, obviously. Uh, look for notifications on the transit app. If there are cancellations, um, how, how will we know about them? Uh, cancellations will come through the normal uh, normal way, through the transit app and on the website as well. All right, uh, Doug, no easy time to be manager of transport uh, anywhere in the country at the moment. So No, no. Uh, yeah, we're actually blessed with really good operators and, um, and I've got a tremendous team around me uh, who are working very, very hard uh, to make sure we can do um, the best we can. So, yes, you're right, it's tough, but uh, we will get through it. And, Doug, I guess if there's anyone out there who might be considering a career change, bus driver might be for them. Oh, look, I'd, I'd thoroughly recommend it, absolutely. Yes, no, you'd be welcome with open arms with the operators. Well, there you go. Um, Doug, thanks so much for taking a little bit of time out of your very busy day to join us again here uh, on Otago Access Radio. All the best uh, over the coming well, months. Thank you, my pleasure.
That's Delicate Steve with Street Breeze, taking the time to 20 past eight on ORFM's awesome morning show. Manfred Mann now. My name is Jack and I live in the back of the Greta Garbo home With friends I will remember wherever I may roam And my name's Jack and I live in the back of the Greta Garbo home For wayward boys and girls Young of Jack, we live in the back on his head cause he thinks he's heard the bomb and here comes Superman who really puts it on it's lots of fun and I love to run up and down the stairs I make as much noise as I want and no one ever cares and my name's Jack and I live in the back of the Greta Garbo home for wayward boys and girls Man, my name is Jack. Sounds rather good, doesn't it? The Greta Garbo home for wayward boys and girls. I seem to have a lot of fun there. 23 past eight now. Gosh, it's wintry, isn't it? Let's face it. It's not an easy time. A lot of people crook with one thing or another, whether it's the COVID or whether it's uh, a bit of a flu or other seasonal cough or cold that's got you. Uh, just hang in there. Nice for you to choose to have ORFM with you. And, of course, programs by, for, and about the people of Dunedin and Otago coming your way right through the day to keep you company. If you want uh, to keep up your wellness through winter and you're not doing so badly at the moment, if you're not sick, you might want to come along to a lunchtime yoga session being held here at Dunedin Community House, part one of the three sessions, the drop-in sessions that are being run for you, absolutely free of charge at Dunedin Community House at the moment. Yoga sessions, meditation sessions and mindful art sessions each Wednesday uh, at 12.45 through to 
nice little half hour yoga session just to set you on your way and get some good practices going for you there. You're welcome to come along. You don't need to register in advance. Dunedin Community House at 301 Moray Place, 12.45 today. The other classes at Thursdays, meditation classes at 6pm to 7pm. And on Mondays, free mindful art sessions from 6pm to 7pm. And these are brought to you in partnership with Volunteer South and the Otago Mental Health Support Trust. Fun Boy 3. FM and 1575 AM. 
Going out to anyone who's in recovery from COVID. That's Meat Puppets with Confusion Fog. 29 away from 9 on ORFM's awesome morning show. Still to come, we're going to be taking uh, the opportunity to catch up with our Keep Dunedin beautiful coordinator locally. Uh, you've got a couple of days left yet to um, complete the survey around keeping Dunedin beautiful and those who might be recognised for all of their great work. The awards nominations open for a couple more days yet. Uh, In the meantime, we're going to take a track from the Yellow Magic Orchestra. This is Firecracker.
Yellow Magic Orchestra with Firecracker there. You're on ORFM's awesome morning show. Lovely to have you with us here on uh, this Wednesday morning. Well, time now for us to turn our minds to the beautiful city that we're in, Aotearoa, Dunedin. Right now, you have an opportunity to nominate for the Keep Dunedin Beautiful Awards. We thought we'd take an opportunity to catch up with our Keep Dunedin Beautiful coordinator locally, Ash MGC. Ash, Morena, good to have you with us. Morena, uh, it's good to be here. Ash, um, tell us a little bit first about your role with the council. Um, so, first of all, um, you know, it, uh, so we, we can talk about Kidden in Beautiful. It is a volunteer-run non-profit which supports a lot of beautification work, cleanups, and community-led projects around the city. And my role is a support that's provided from council to help Keep Dunedin Beautiful run this projects. And of course, um, we've seen over the years many individuals, organisations, school groups and others make uh, amazing contributions to keeping our city beautiful and I think we can all understand why it's important. Um, but also it's an opportunity at this time to acknowledge some of the great work that's being done there with the Keep Dunedin Beautiful Awards. In just a few days to, to nominate left, tell us about these awards and uh, what they're all about. It is all about celebrating Dunedinites who are committed to beautifying our city and a lot of voluntary action that happens around our environment. Um, what we also try to do is bring these people together so that they can share knowledge and the practice they do put towards sustainable projects around uh, Dunedin. Um, it is overall just a way to acknowledge all this amazing work that has been going around the city for last year. People like, you know, we're talking about hundreds, hundreds and thousands of hours of work that people put as a volunteer. And it's just a way to acknowledge these. Um, we have four categories. We, um, we, we take nominations for schools, different businesses who are doing work uh, out there to promote sustainability, to promote uh, beautification, their community groups and individuals. And what's the process for nominating, Ash? It is very easy. Anyone who's in social media can head towards our Facebook page and um, just uh, there's a post that you can click on. There's a link, a small form to fill. Takes maybe a two minutes to three, and that, that that's all. Or uh, they can email us at keepdunedinbeautiful at dcc.gov.nz. And the deadline's this coming Friday, so you've got a couple of days just to get your thinking caps on, just to help spur people along, Ash. I mean, what kinds of things have you seen going on in the community over the last year that you really like to see and that perhaps might give people an idea of the things that they might want to acknowledge through a nomination here? Um, I don't want to give out the nominations yet, but what we're looking at is... Um uh, for example, a recent weather event that deposited a lot of um, rubbish out in the Portsmouth Drive uh, near the Harbour Tooth. Uh, we were looking at people and school groups who helped clean that 
later there are groups from universities who went out uh, to beaches and uh, different parks and different areas of the city for cleanups. There are businesses who are doing something new, something really sustainable that could be from, um, you know, putting a produce that promotes sustainability to the way of disposing their waste. Uh, we're looking at uh, people who put murals out there in communities and support it to put murals and different artworks. And these are smaller projects too. We're looking at projects who are bigger and more organized, like uh, projects like the Valley Project, um, which have won the award last few years ago, who are doing a continuous, amazing work in the community. And of course, looking at overall anyone who's doing amazing work out there in the city. Yeah, right. And I mean, those are some great examples. Thanks, Ash. And of course, we're, we're all going to know people probably who maybe just in our own communities, in our own streets, have taken um, their own initiative or helped to initiate others into a project to tidy up the place, um, to beautify it in some way, to to uh, get some practices in place that will keep it that way or perhaps maybe beautify the place through their own contributions of art and so forth. So there's all sorts of people out there and all sorts of groups, schools, community groups, individuals and businesses. If you know someone uh, of someone who's, uh, who's done some work that you think needs recognised through these Keep the Need and Beautiful Awards, as you've heard, uh, check out the Facebook posts from Keep uh, Dunedin Beautiful. You can uh, email also keep Dunedin Beautiful at dcc.govt.nz. Friday of this week is the period for nominations. Ash, I see the, the larger group Keep New Zealand Beautiful are also calling on Kiwi families to clean up their local communities. They've uh, got the uh, clean up week coming up in September. Yes, um, so that is another thing that uh, community out there can really get involved and uh, it is just uh, overall a big effort of cleaning up uh, litter away from New Zealand and uh, it is really easy for people who want to take part in it. They can just go to their website, register, and they will provide uh, anyone who's interested a support. Uh, through kit and the waste disposal at that time is free. If anyone is having difficulty, Keep Dunedin Beautiful is always there to help and help them organize, especially if there's the big community groups, which might need a little bit more organizing. They can just email us and we can guide them through that. Great stuff. The uh, National Cleanup Week, September 17th through the 23rd. Registrations for an event that you might want to put together are open now, and you can find out more from that website, KNZB. That's for Keep New Zealand Beautiful, knzb.org.nz. And as Ash has said, uh, if you register, free resources uh, are available to you to help you get that uh, done. And uh, Ash and his team locally happy to help out as well. Ash, th- thanks so much for all the great work that you're doing and for the time you've taken this morning, morning to join us here on Otago Access Radio. Let's get those nominations in and uh, and recognise some of the great work that's being done to keep Dunedin beautiful. You go well and we look forward to catching up with you again some other time. Thank you. Uh, it's amazing um, work that you guys are doing out there and thank you so much for letting us um, have this voice. Kia ora. Thanks, Ash. Kia ora.
Oh, inspirational stuff. Michael Nesmith there with Beyond the Blue Horizon. Nice to have you with us here on ORFM. Well, if you're having a bit of trouble getting through, maybe this inspiration from Lou Reed will help. that you want to buy You can't depend on a lot of things You need a busload of faith to get by What? Busload of faith to get by 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 You can't depend on no miracle depend on the air can't depend on a wise man can't find them because they're not there can't depend on cruelty crudity of thought and sound you can't depend on the worst always happening you need a busload of faith to get by busload of faith to get by 
Was motivated goodbye Was motivated goodbye Was motivated goodbye Lou Reed, busload of faith. You're on the awesome morning show here on ORFM Dunedin, and the time is six and a half away from nine o'clock. Here's Midlake now with branches.
get married Cause she won't have me She wakes up awfully Satisfy your science cravings at the first New Zealand International Science Festival NanoFest from July 14th to 17th. With 18 events over four days, there's something for everyone, from imagination playground for the littlies to talks on social hot-button topics, including Three Waters, the Disinformation Project and the Dunedin Study. There are workshops, a gaming centre, e-waste collection and so much more. Lots of events are free. Book ahead so you don't miss out. Go to scifest.org.nz. I'll say goodbye to all my sorrow And by tomorrow I'll be on my way I guess the Lord must be in New York City I'm so tired of getting nowhere Seeing my prayers gone unanswered I guess the Lord must be in New York City Well, here I am, Lord, knocking at your back door Ain't it wonderful to be where I've always wanted to be First time I'll breathe free here in New York City Say goodbye to all my sorrow And by tomorrow I'll be on my way I guess the Lord must be in New York City Of getting no 
knocking at your back door Ain't it wonderful to be Where I've always wanted to be For the first time I'll breathe free here in New York City Harry Nelson, I guess the Lord must be in New York City. Two past nine on RFM's awesome morning show. Uh, this weekend, a big concert to support the people of Ukraine. A concert for Ukraine to be presented by the City Choir Dunedin, as we heard earlier on in the week on the awesome morning show. Um, the idea came from a number of concerned residents who wanted to respond to the unfolding humanitarian crisis in the Ukraine. And so this benefit concert came about for Sunday afternoon at the Dunedin Town Hall. So along with City Choir Dunedin, there'll be Chalists of Otago, Cafe Operana, Kala, um, and the Dunedin Symphony Orchestra as well, all donating their time uh, free for the people of Ukraine. New Zealand Red Cross will be on site assisting the whole uh, event to take place, and they'll be collecting koha donations uh, and uh, selling merchandise and raffle tickets through the course of the event. So it is not a ticketed event. It is entry by Koha. Let's get as many people along there as we can to fill the Dunedin Town Hall on Sunday afternoon. 4.30, things get underway. You just rock up there, bring what you can to donate to the cause, this concert for Ukraine, and you will be entertained by some amazing talent. City Choir, Dunedin, Chalice of Otago, Cafe Operana, Kala, and the Dunedin Symphony Orchestra and others. Three and a half past nine now on the Awesome Morning Show. Very shortly, we're going to be finding out all about how this new health system is structured. Health New Zealand, you might not have caught up on the fact that there has been a change. Bob Dylan taking us there. They sat together in the park As the evening sky grew dark She looked at him and he felt a spark Tingle to his bones T'was then he felt alone And wished that he'd gone straight And watched out for a simple twist of fate They walked along by the old canal A little confused, I remember well And stopped into a strange hotel With a neon burning bright He felt the heat of the night Hit him like a freight train Moving with a simple twist of fate 
saxophone someplace far off played As she was walking on by the arcade As the light bust through a beat up shade Where he was waking up She dropped her coin into the cup Above a blind man at the gate And forgot about a simple twist of fate was bare he didn't see her anywhere he told himself he didn't care pushed the window open wide felt that emptiness inside to which he just could not relate brought on by a simple twist of fate he hears the ticking of the clock Walks along with a parrot that talks Hunts her down by the waterfront docks Where the sailors all come in Maybe she'll pick him out again How long must he wait One more time for his simple twist of fate People tell me it's a sin To know and feel too much within still believe she was my twin but i lost the ring she was born in spring but i was born too late blame it on this simple twist of fate Bob Dylan with Simple Twist of Fate taking the time to 8 past 9 on ORFM's awesome morning show. It's time for Te Whatu Ora Southern Health. Updates from Health New Zealand. Well, on the 1st of July, Health New Zealand came into being. The Southern District Health Board is now called Te Whatu Ora Southern. And today we get the opportunity to talk about that transition with Hamish Brown, Interim District Director. Hamish joined the Southern DHB back in March 2019 as Program Director for the Dunedin Hospital. Uh, from March to November 2021, Hamish no doubt very busy working as the SRO for the COVID vaccination rollout program before moving into the Chief Operating Officer role. Previously worked as an emergency nurse and in leadership roles on the West Coast and in the Canterbury District Health Boards. A wealth of experience bringing it to this role and to this change. Uh, Maureen, good to have you with us, Hamish. Thanks, Jeff. Let's, um, let's talk about uh, some definitions first. Um, uh, how would you describe what is Health NZ? Well, Health New Zealand is around building a simpler and more coordinated health system for, for all New Zealanders. 
So Te Whatu Ora will lead the day-to-day running of the health system across New Zealand and there will be functions that are delivered at a local, regional and district and, and national level. And it essentially weaves the, the functions of the 20 former district health boards uh, into regional divisions and district offices just to make sure that we can continue to deliver services in the, in the health system. You've touched on this already, and the, and the reasons for this are many, I'm sure, but uh, the big question that, that some of our listeners might have is why is one health system necessary? Well, I think it's around uh, looking at, at Health New Zealand's goal, and that's the most important thing, is that all New Zealanders have access to, to quality health care closer to home, no matter where they live and that that access will support people to live longer, healthier lives with a better quality of life. And it's really about uh, better experiences and outcomes for those traditionally not well served by the the system. So those are people like Māori, Pacifica, disabled peoples and rural communities. In terms of any changes that might arise here, what does this mean for your staff and what does it mean for our community? Look, I don't, uh, I, I don't think anyone will, will see a significant change immediately. Uh, day one uh, isn't the finish line, so the 1st of July is really around the, the starting line and, and very little will change. You know, Our teams will still continue uh, in the same role, so continue to come to work and do the great work that they're, they're doing. They'll still be in the same building. Uh, you know, From a patient perspective, if they need to see specialist care or the GP, they'll still do it exactly the same way. So really very little will change, uh, except they'll be working for for Health New Zealand or the, or the Māori Health Authority. This change didn't really happen overnight, did it? There's a lot of work that's gone beyond and before this uh, that led to this decision? Yeah, look, that's right. In 2018, the government commissioned an independent review into, into the health system, uh, the Health and Disability System Review, which has become known as the, as the Simpson Report. And uh, since the release of that, uh, and the final report in around mid-2020, uh, the transition unit has been working with the Department of Prime Minister and Cabinet uh, around you know, what uh, the future of our health system would, would look like. And these reforms really just represent the first stage in the government's response. One of the things that we will have seen and heard about is the disestablishment of the district health boards. Why is that necessary? Look, I think over the course of the last decade, our system has become increasingly complex with a, a really a plethora of organisations and functions now split across national, regional and district entities. District health boards, uh, primary health organisations, PHOs, public health units, shared service agencies and, and, and other uh, NGOs. So it, it's become quite complex and it's driven a lot of inefficiency and it's really failed to address inequities uh, in care for New Zealand New Zealanders. Some people might look at the timing of this and go, goodness me, why now during a COVID-19 pandemic? Yeah, look, uh, that's probably a reasonable question to, to ask as well. And, but I think the case for change is, is quite clear and it's quite urgent. Um, there are a lot of New Zealanders that experience inequitable health outcomes and have poor access to, to quality health care uh, today. And we really can't wait for change. Uh, I speak no time is a, is a good time for a, a change of this, this magnitude. Um, our health system's also got some really quite unsustainable pressures on it, which has been exacerbated by COVID-19. Uh, and it actually does enable us to work well together uh, as, a, as a region uh, and sort of start building a health system that will perform better for all of us. So and it, will, it will take time. 
uh, and you know, if we want to see meaningful improvements in, in, in you know, 22, 23 and, and beyond, we really need to begin now. Hamish, you mentioned the Māori Health Authority. How will that work? Yeah, this is an important aspect of of the of the system, and uh, you know, creating a strong Māori health authority will recognise that our health system is long underperformed for Māori, uh, and and does not uh, consistently embed te tiritia waitangi and Māori health equity at the heart of how we design care. Uh, so we'll work alongside the the Ministry of Health, uh, Health New Zealand, to to steward the health system, uh, plan and commission services uh, for New Zealand and uh, particularly those uh, targeted at Māori, um, such as Kaupapa Māori services. Just finally, Hamish, our listeners might wonder how they can support this transition, how they can stay informed and how they can engage with the, with the new setup. What would you say? Uh, there was extensive consultation and engagement as part of the health and disability system um, over a range of sector sector leaders. And then over the coming months, there will be many opportunities to contribute to the detailed design of our, our future health system. Uh, and these opportunities will be announced and communicated uh, for those that, that want to be involved. Well, um, hopefully we can do that locally through this uh, regular spot here on ORFM Te Whata Order Southern Health couple of weeks pretty much in now Hamish how's it all going? Oh look it's it's a pretty tricky time um, the the teams are all working very hard just grappling with uh, with COVID and and uh, the influenza and other winter ailments um, it's pretty complex every day within in the hospital system within within uh, primary care uh, as, as well and and folk are you know uh, are really short staffed so um, just encourage a bit of, you know, a little bit of kindness to everybody, um, just to understand the pressures that everyone's under at the moment. And we thank you for your time, uh, for joining us here on ORFM today. Hamish Brown, Interim District Director at Te Whara Ora Southern. Um, no doubt we'll catch up again at some future date. Hamish, thanks so much for joining us here on Otago Access Radio. Thanks.
Otis Harding there with Revival. 18 past 9 on ORFM's awesome morning show. Here's Damien Gerardo now with Roger.
Frankie Cosmos here with One Ago, taking the time to 24 and a half past nine. That's it for today's edition of the Awesome Morning Show. Uh, my thanks go to Doug Rogers, the Manager of Transport at Otago Regional Council, to SGC from Keep Dunedin Beautiful, and to uh, Hamish Brown from our new health organisation, Te Whato Order Southern. For joining us here on the Awesome Morning Show, you can find uh, those feature interviews up from ORFM's website, oar.org.nz. Have a wonderful day. Hope you can keep ORFM Dunedin with you. There's plenty of programmes by four and about the people of Dunedin coming your way right through the day. I look forward to being with you again uh, on, from 8 o'clock tomorrow morning on the Awesome Morning Show. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.